The following program has been pre-recorded. On this episode of Belonging, the show for young Catholic adults, we have a very special guest, Mr. Pete Gioli. He's from uh, Belmont University, but a great friend of ours in the Catholic community. Uh, so that's, that's our theme is adoption today. Mm-hmm. And uh, where would you like to begin uh, as far as your testimony in, in life here? It was an open adoption. Uh, I still have contact with my birth mother and father. Talk to them uh, pretty regularly, actually. Next. This program is made possible by the generous donations of Jeannie and Bill Stayskull, members of Christ the King Parish in Nashville, and by a grant from the Cook Foundation. Take advantage of the many opportunities for young people in the Nashville Diocese to connect and find belonging. Like University Catholic, a community of college-age students who are serious about their faith and unite in fellowship and friendship to deepen their personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Go to universitycatholic.org to find out more. You can also connect with young Catholics like you by attending events like Summit Music City. It's a night of music followed by adoration and reconciliation. It's free and open to young people of all faiths. Go to soundscatholic.com. To find the right young Catholic connection for you, call the Catholic Youth Office of the Diocese of Nashville, 615-645-9762. Hi, my name is Zach Jansen. Welcome to Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio. Belonging is a place uh, where young adults can find a place of connection, uh, rest, and encouragement on their journey uh, with Jesus Christ and in their faith. And each week, uh, we cover different topics, such as relationships, uh, finances, different parts of young adult life. And we enjoy interviewing different guests from the bishop to local musicians and, and speakers. Uh, but this week, we have a very special guest, and we're always joined as well by Father Gervon from University Catholic here in Nashville, ministering to Vanderbilt and Belmont and all the dioceses. Uh, but Mr. Pete Gioli is here. Did I say that correctly, PG? Yes, you did. Oh, good. He's from uh, Belmont University, but a great friend of ours in the Catholic community. Um, in the university. So Pete, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Are you, is, is this your first time being on radio? Or? Yes, first time. Really? Wow. You're doing pretty good so Thank far. You. Yeah. Thank don't, you. don't mess up. But, but just tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't know where you're from and then like where, where you're at in school. Yeah. So I am a junior at Belmont. I'm a major in sport administration with a minor in corporate communications. I'm from Gales Ferry, Connecticut. Uh, grew up in the, the diocese of Norwich yeah. uh, back home. Wow. So, so sport administrator, is that what you're interested in? Or I, I know you're always wearing soccer stuff. Yes. Uh, definitely sports are my life. I've played soccer ever since I was three years old. So, uh, yeah. soccer especially has been my sport, but, uh, something I've, I've always held close to my heart and something I, I've, I'd like to do for the rest of my life. So mm. was it hard making a move to Nashville at all for college or how not did that a, feel? Not at all. Really. Uh, I, I was really excited to do it. Nashville is a new place. I'd never really been here before. I think I'd spent maybe two days in Nashville, Really? Probably half a day in Nashville before I'd even uh, moved down here for for school. So I was I was just excited for for a new challenge, new adventure, oh. and new experience. And, yeah. that's and what so I've you've gotten. Been, have you been spending a lot of time with Father G though? I guess with all the yeah, <laughs> definitely a lot of, a lot of time with, with Father Javon. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. but it's been, but it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it's been a great the, time. Pete is the vice president for Belmont Catholics. So. Are you serious? Really? Yeah, yes. So he's an important person. Wow. Is that, so that's new for 2020 then? Kind of your responsibility? Yeah. That started? Got some responsibilities and it's it's been fun. Gotten to know a lot of people. Wow. And, and what has that felt like? I don't know. Seeing your role in the Catholic community grow there. It, it's it's been really nice. I mean, uh, to have uh, at least a lot of people at, at Belmont kind of look up to me and it's something that a, a role that I really enjoy and uh, don't take lightly. 
Uh, I enjoy working with uh, everyone else on board, whether from Belmont or from Vanderbilt. They're really great people. All of our focused missionaries are, are amazing as well that I've gotten to create really close relationships with. So it's been a great time. Oh, awesome. Well, you're a great role model for all the college. And now you're giving tours, right, to the, yes, to the school? Yes, tour so. guide for Belmont. <laughs> that's, that's pretty incredible. Well, the topic we wanted to cover today, and I appreciate you coming in and just yeah. being open about this. Um, but we t- covered lots of different parts of young adult life. Um, but the show is called Belonging. Mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of finding that sense whether whether you moved to Nashville or started a new life in college, uh, but in life too, and in family. And uh, I had an older brother who was adopted. But uh, so that's that's our theme is adoption today. Mm-hmm. And uh, where would you like to begin as far as your testimony in, in life here? Well, uh, majority of that entire process happened before. Uh, or most of it happened before I was even born. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was something that my birth parents and uh, my parents made uh, that arrangement, mm-hmm. I think about three, two, three months before uh, before I was born. And then uh, I, as soon as I was born, I was uh, I was in the hospital for like a night or something. And then I was taken home by my family. And uh, six months later, it was uh, after technically they have to, the fo- to foster me for six months to make sure that my parents weren't going to do anything bad or be terrible yeah. people or something. Well, there's like a screening uh, process. Right. They had to make sure. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, they had me for six months, and then uh, after that, uh, on uh, in early March, uh, it became official. So Wow. So they were there at your birth, really? Or just yeah. From the, they, from they the, were, from the day you were born, from, huh? From day one to well, wow. 20 years later. Oh, and what can you tell us, if I may ask, was it an open or closed yeah. adoption? So yeah, so it was an open adoption. Uh, mm-hmm. I still have contact with my birth mother and birth father. Talk to them uh, pretty regularly, actually. Really? So. Wow, well, that's amazing. Uh, was was that in Connecticut as well, or was that in a different state? No, so I was born in uh, in Denver, in, just outside of Denver, Colorado. Uh, actually, one of our folks missionaries, Isaac, uh, we were born in the same hospital. Get out of here. Uh, what? Pretty, pretty cool. cool there. So maybe we're long-lost brothers, even though he's <laughs> quite a bit older than me. But uh, yeah, so born in, born in Colorado, uh, right outside of actually Fort Collins. Uh, so uh, lived there until I was about eight months old, and then my family moved to Connecticut where I've been ever since before moving to Nashville for, for Belmont. Wow, that's pretty incredible. And uh, Father Giovanni, do you have any thoughts on just how you've seen him grow, I guess, as a young man since you've been there at all? Yeah, I it's mean, pretty cool. I think that, you know, my job is the best job in the whole diocese. Don't tell that to anybody. <laughs> yeah. I want to take it from me. Yeah. But, you know, it's actually to see people really growing. You know, I think that we talk a lot about our mission as a university Catholic is propose Jesus Christ and form his disciples. So, you know, when we propose, we form, and when we form, we propose. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, you know, the last year or so, being working with Pete, and, you know, we have a whole process uh, to choose the leadership every year, and then, you know, Pete applied last year. He was kind of working and, and kind of participating in a lot of the University Catholic uh, at Belmont, and just like you know, I kind of say, "Hey, have you thought about you know applying for board and everything?" It's been it's been really good. I think yeah. it's the, you know, whenever we serve others, I think we fulfill ourselves. So I think it's pretty cool that you know, and I think that we see that every day. You know, people growing. The only way to grow is to get there and serve others. Wow, that word service is pretty powerful. I guess you found that and kind of like it's a big sacrifice. I feel like because. Most kids' college life, you could just go back to the dorm and do your own thing. Right. But you're kind of on clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, UCAT is a, is a huge commitment, and I obviously I have, I have a ton. I'm also the president of the Sport Administration Club at Belmont. I'm a tour guide. It is a huge responsibility, not just because 
um, I have a role, but because everyone is working uh, every minute of every day to become uh, closer to Christ, and that's a role that uh, for some people they uh, look to me as a, as a leader yeah. uh, and as someone that can help them with that, and that's a huge responsibility. It's the biggest responsibility uh, in my life on this earth uh, is to, to help people uh, get closer to Christ and uh, also do that myself. Uh, so it's, it's a huge responsibility, but uh, not something I take right lightly. And it's definitely uh, something because I do all these different things and so many different uh, aspects of not just Belmont, but uh, in the church and just around the city of Nashville. I coach a little kid's soccer team. So uh, don't take the position lightly. It's, it's but, a huge responsibility. And I think that you know, faith is not something that we do. It's who we are. You know, so sometimes it's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be university Catholic, or I'm gonna be Catholic from this time. No, right. You know, whatever you are, you're supposed to be Catholic. You know, yeah. Many times in the homilies, I say, I said that that, you know, on the in on the early church, people did not, you know, take a lot of showers and stuff like right. that, so they really stink. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, some of the people still stink today, but let's not go there. But you know, when they were baptized, and then we know that the chrisma oil, chrisma oil. It smells really good because they have the balsam on. So when people would be baptized and normally were adults, you know, people would smell the Christmas and say, oh, that person smells different. What is that? Mm. You know, and that's kind of the smell of the baptism. That, and we, in our days today, are called to be exactly like that, to smell different. People are supposed to look at you like, you smell different. Hopefully a good smell, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. You smell different. What is that? And that's when you say, well, I'm Catholic. Wow. And that's how, you know, when we say, you know, the Mass is ended, that's when our mission starts. Hmm. Not only, you know, and, and I can't, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm Catholic when I'm here in Mass and I'm so piety, you know. Right. And then when I leave, like, oh, no, we are called to take that mission and go on. That's one of my favorite jokes is that's when the mission starts is at the end of Mass. So when people are leaving early, they must be really anxious to get there. I know. To get the I, mission I never said that. Yeah, maybe I have to. Yeah, it's like, I know you're really excited about showing the mission, but just wait for the final blessing. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a, an interesting part of life, too, especially on like in, in short passing conversations. When a common thing is, is, is what do you do? And you can all, almost ask yourself, like, are you asking what do I do for a living or who I am? Right. And that's like you were saying. It, it's 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 who we are. That's that's our faith. Um, but what a what a I say what a great sign of manhood. Like honestly, are you, you said you'll be twenty or twenty one. I'll be twenty on Sunday. Oh my gosh! Found out we had the same birthday too. Oh my I turned twenty four okay. on the twenty third. Huh? That's oh, a good day. Well, happy um, birthday for you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But I just gotta say, kudos to you, man, for for seeing seeing that much responsibility at nineteen now. Basically, you're you're twenty, but. Um, I don't know. That's incredible. You don't see that very often. Most kids are going home, and, and they're playing video games and doing things they shouldn't be doing. Uh, but you got here working, going to school, going the extra mile. I don't know. You don't see that very often. Like it, it, when it's time to become a man, it's not when you're 28 or 30. It's like right now, when right. You're, especially when you're a teenager. I didn't know that you were adopted until last year when we were in March for Life. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know we talked a little bit about that as we go to March for Life, and you know. As Catholics, we understand that our pro-life thing is not just being pro-baby. You right. know, we are pro-life, you know, from the womb to the tomb. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we don't, you know, agree with euthanasia or you know, assisted, yeah. uh, all that stuff. Can you tell a little bit about the impact of March? Was that the first time that you went to March for Life? This past year, that was the second time. We 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 get to DC and and our day immediately starts. Uh, we're um, going to the uh, the uh, mass for life at the Basilica, and 
we have the March for Life. We have um, going to the JP2 Shrine, which is amazes me every both times that I've been, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, just like the social aspect of you're you're with uh, this this group of amazing people uh, for an entire uh, like four three four days, and then you get to the march and you get to all these places and there's tons of of, uh, of young Catholics and young uh, people who uh, are pro life from the womb to the tomb. Powerful. Uh, yeah, it's powerful. You have to be uh, you're 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 on at all times. Well, seeing how your faith is like, I don't know, made you into the man you are today that that goes to these conferences and. and pilgrimages in a way mm-hmm. what, what, what can you tell us about your, your growing up and your raising in Connecticut uh, did you have yeah. did you have brothers and sisters or was so it uh, the reason why I was or one of the reasons why I was adopted is because my, my parents kept trying to have uh, have a kid but mm-hmm. uh, they kept uh, not I kept not working out yeah uh, and so they they adopted me and then uh, about uh, they probably had me for six months, eight months, and then they were pregnant with my yep. sister. Uh, so my sister was born December 30th, 2001, and I was August 23rd, 2000. So she didn't come too too much longer after me. And yeah. uh, so my sister and I, I mean, obviously brother and sister, super uh, super close in age, but uh, definitely fought a lot. But we love each other to death. She's currently uh, driving to uh, James Mass University in Harrisonburg, Virginia, to to move into her dorm right now as we Whoa. speak. So. Uh, very, I'm very excited for her. Um, and then, uh, as I said, part of the diocese of Norwich uh, in, in Connecticut, and I uh, grew up going to Our Lady of Lords uh, Roman Catholic Church in, in Gales Ferry, and uh, that was a, definitely a, a place that, uh, I'll be honest, I hated going to for <laughs> really? a good majority of my life. Um, what do you mean? What? Like- I mean, I... I <laughs> Uh, like a lot of kids, I absolutely hated going to church. Just going Sunday. to church, like, yeah. You, know, you you went to school Monday to Friday. I went to a public school my whole life, so I've, I've really never had through a, high school and everything. Through high school, awesome. Uh, preschool awesome. to twelfth uh, yeah. grade, I, yeah. I was public school. So uh, church and uh, religious education to me as a kid that just felt like uh, Sunday ended up being a school day too, and Saturday was my only day off. And wow. uh, it was it, we got to to high school, and that's when I I finally started really getting into it. Uh, I was I lost a bet uh, with a friend <laughs> uh, to go to a Steubenville conference um, at uh, UMass Lowell. Get out! That's how you to went. go to Steubenville East. I lost a bet, and uh, he was supposed to come with me because uh, the bet was like if if I lost, then he had to go too. Yeah. And then he bailed on me on the last minute, so I go to this thing. Uh, I, I knew some other friends there, uh, but went to it, and it absolutely I fell in love with it as that weekend. And then uh, the next year, I finally bullied him into to going with me. And <laughs> I went, uh, I've been to, I think, six Stephenville conferences. Get, and, so that's for high school. Uh, I never got to go when I was at Yeah, it was but. absolutely amazing. I volunteered at one as well. And uh, I've been to New York. I've been to Stephenville East. Both are amazing, very formative experiences. Hmm. Uh, definitely uh, ended up winning me over. Uh, and then uh, started the process towards towards building that definitely UCAT has, has taken over that role of helping me continue to build and and form uh so i'm very happy about that and uh, ever since then i I taught uh religious education for second grade and kindergarten so uh, i got to teach the little uh second graders for their first communion and first (laughs) reconciliation classes with when you're in high school uh, were you doing that in high school i did that for four or five years uh so that was an amazing experience that really helped me out a lot too just uh being able to take what i know and teach that to uh 
two, I think the youngest we had was two-year-olds, and then uh, <laughs> with the kindergarten class, preschoolers too, and then getting to the uh, second grade class and uh, teaching kids that were about to <laughs> receive the body of Christ for the first time, which is really powerful every mm. every single time. Uh, yeah, I think it's awesome that, you know, you don't, yes, you, we have all those theology degrees and everything, but how can we explain that to a kid? Right. You know, and if they can understand, I think that's kind of awesome. I think we did the, we did our job. Yeah. If we can explain to a kid what trans, you know, transubstantiation is and like, wow, you know, I remember when I was at St. Philip, we had like a first communion mass. And, you know, I was like, how am I going to say this? You know, to the kids, I was like, I think I know. So, hey, guys, what, do you, what is your favorite superhero? They're like, yeah, oh, Batman or, you know, Superman or, you know, Wonder Woman, whatever. And say, like, yeah, you know that I have a superpower too. They're like, what? And I was like, well, I can make a piece of bread become Jesus. They're like, whoa. <laughs> so, you know, like, I think cool. that maybe I didn't traumatize any of the kids. But, yeah. you know, they're like, and then when I did their first one, I said, do you remember that they were talking about my superpower? Part, I'm going about to do this right now. They're like, oh, that's awesome. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, like, how can we make sure that we get the faith and, you know, let them know what it is? Right. And I think that's what we do a lot of, you know, with college, with, um, college students, you mm-hmm. know, how I, I know all those theory, I know all that stuff, but how can I make that incarnational? Right. How can I make this in a way that people know what it is? Because yeah. a lot of things we know about Jesus, and, you know, we know about the historical Jesus. We know about, you know, like, yeah, he, you know, he, he was here 2,000 years ago and he died and all that stuff. And that's good, but that's not enough. We need that personal experience right. that we can say, I relate with him. You know, he's my friend. I can pray for, you know, with him. And I, and I know that he's with me. And I think that's our... Our job as Catholics, and it's pretty cool because you know that is not the job of the priests, the nuns, or you know, it's of everybody. If you are mm-hmm. baptized, you are called to proclaim the good news. Yeah, I was uh, the priest that baptized me. I was his first baptism. Oh, too. really? So cool. cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, I still can't believe how you, how you, I don't know how you've lived it out. How the, how the the light switch went off. I guess like when you were saying in high school at the conferences, mm-hmm. and to, to where you are now in college, like it wasn't an option. I guess most. I, I don't know if I should categorize most people, but like it's easy to taper off, I guess, with your faith. Yeah, uh, when you're when you're on your own as a student. For for me, it was uh, I'll remember because I was I was excited for it. It was something that I wanted to get involved with in college. It was something that it was one of the first things that I wanted to do. I was like, all right, I know there was a move in mass. I was very excited that there was focus coming to Belmont uh, my freshman year, and I was very ex- like, I was excited about all these things. But uh, it was Belmont, it was a school in the south. Uh, I didn't know how how many Catholics there would be. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, I was prepared to be the only one. Yeah. Um, but Actually, we are the biggest uh, religious at Belmont. We yes. are 18%. Yes, we are. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I was very we wrong We are going to take that. over. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Belmont. <laughs> and uh, I remember church fair, or Bruin Link Fair, cause it's just a way for Belmont students to, to meet organizations on campus and I remember I saw uh, Jacob Babbitt. Yeah, uh, who's he looks shout out same, similar height to me. <laughs> uh, looked just looks like a cool guy. He was he was either wearing a I think he was wearing a soccer jersey as well that that day. And he was yeah. and I was like, all right, 
uh, he was the first person I spoke to, and I was very excited after that because I was like, all right, a kid uh, that seems to have a lot of the same interests as me yeah. uh, is Catholic. All right, we're going to be set, and I was, I was ready to do it because I, I, I know that, like, uh, the, the friends I wanted to have in college, I wanted them to be, to be truly good people, mm. um, and I know I, 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 the first place I knew I could find that was within uh, University Catholic at Belmont, so... Well, that's true. That you are who you who you hang around is is the biggest. Right. I'd say something like you are the. You are what you eat. <laughs> yeah, you are your. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Okay, there, that's not good. I don't know, but you know, but I so always like, it always end up in food. Like even in, with homie leaders, like, I, I, I don't just, know I like food. I, always, <laughs> I like. <laughs> like I do like food, so I, I like to relate things to food. So it's kind of like you are what you eat. You are. The fi- you are you what you are associate the, yourself with. You are the with. sum of the five closest friends that you have, or something like that. So choose well. Yeah. So I I wanted to choose well right off the bat, and I I think uh, I think I did a pretty good job. Pretty proud of myself for for the decisions that. Well, are you about, are you about halfway through right now? Are you did you start your junior? Yeah, year? Yeah, I started my junior year? year. It's crazy to think. Uh, I feel like I just met Jacob Abbott at that Brunelink Fair yesterday. It yeah. really it really feels like it. It's astonishing how far. Uh, and even how much has changed in the last two years. That's what I was saying is how do you feel about life in general? Like, it's pretty amazing how, how you snap your fingers. It, and it it, that's a philosophical question. It, <laughs> it, it has. I mean, it's been insane. It's, it's been crazy, but it's been awesome. Like, I've enjoyed, especially the last uh, four years of my life, from junior year of high school to uh, where I currently am now. Uh, it's been amazing, just four years, uh, just in, in this recent experience for me so I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed every minute of it well why would i think that you're only 20 it, it only gets better from me right it doesn't only get better from here <laughs> it I will think. yeah well, <laughs> good um i hate to go back you had to kind of transition and what, what is your relation to, to your birth parents if i may ask yeah. um uh, so my my birth mother uh she is currently married uh not to my birth father mm-hmm. uh she, she's married and she has uh they have two kids of their okay. own and then uh, her husband also had a son at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his name is Kelly. He is uh, doing stuff right now. He's in Co- he's in Colorado and yeah. in Denver and uh, or Boulder. I think his uh, his girlfriend's going to uh, law school out you Colorado Boulder and wow. um, they uh, my so my half siblings on, on my mom's side they're mm-hmm. uh, they're pretty young. I think one of them is either in eighth grade, just starting high school, and the other mm-hmm. one's ten or eleven. Uh, so they are. Uh, just they're going through uh, what's about to be their teen years. So life, praying man. for her, she's just, she's got a rough time ahead of her with the, with those two. They're they're two crazy kids, but uh, I absolutely love them. So do you know how old was your mom, your birth mom? Early twenties. Okay. Uh, birth father, I'm not sure how old okay. he was, hmm. um, but it was early twenties. They they just knew that uh, my birth mother knew that she wasn't ready for the. Okay. Um, uh, for the responsibility of she a child. She wasn't ready and, for you. Yeah, she wasn't ready for me. I am a lot to handle. Uh, a lot of people are not ready for me, but uh, but uh, I am extremely thankful for the decision that she made. Uh, I've had an absolutely amazing life. The Gioli family is uh, the greatest group of people I've I've ever surrounded myself with. I absolutely adore my family. Um, so no, yesterday, I being a priest, there's a lot of cool things that I got to do, and one of them was... You know, we accompany accompanying people all the time. And I got a call that this family that I knew from St. Philip, they were, they had a baby. So she went to the hospital. She was pregnant. She went to the hospital. And then she was losing the uh, meteoric ass, uh, liquid. Mm-hmm. And then they were trying to keep her in the hospital for as long as they could so they could keep, the, like, the baby on her, you know, womb as long as they can. But anyways, 
it up on Monday. They said we can't do this anymore. Mm. So they, you know, she delivered the baby, but it was like 25 weeks right. of a long time. pregnancy, you know, of pregnancy. So yeah. he was not ready. Anyway, so they called me and said, Father, can you come and baptize the baby? You mm. know, I was like, absolutely. So I went there, you know, like baby Daniel, you know, like we got there. And then got to baptize this baby. And like a little bit. I mean, you know, wow. little, 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 yeah. little baby. And then, you know, with a CPAP machine and I was trying to, you know, help him breathe and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think it was like, this is crazy. This baby is alive. And then, you know, some places in our country, they can abort a baby full term. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it just like, it blew my mind. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy how, how how and i mean if you don't recognize that ride of life i mean nothing else is mm-hmm. is there you know but i was like it was really a touching moment you know like i you know baptized the baby and everything i was like this is it's a precious life right yeah. there you know and, you know thanks be to god your birth mom chose life yeah. you know and you're here with us and you're a thank, blessing thank for you. us today so it's kind of uh, if you really think about that you know it's like it's amazing if we really go through and it's like, and, you know, it's like, oh, they can't. It's sometimes it's like, oh, they can't like church. And so we're like, right. the principles that we have, they make sense. Yes. You know, they hmm. are there because they make sense. We have to respect <coughs> our life. Right. You know, we, we have to respect not only the babies, but the babies, the immigrants, the, the elderly people, everybody. And mm. if we really do, and I think the cool thing about this is, Everything that is a reason the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just like oh, let. There's a reason for that. In in one of the things, I mean, a couple, and I think we talk, talked about a little bit about this before. People, you know, there's a lie people talk. It's like oh, priests are too busy. No, we're not. You know, because sometimes we have questions. Because for you to become a priest, you go to at least eight years of formation yeah. to get ordained. <coughs> And then after that, you have continuous education all the time. You know, mm-hmm. like for me to get ordained, I got like I got three master's degree, mm-hmm. and I'm working on my doctor. So like all that stuff it helps. So if you have any question, go ask a priest. Mm-hmm. You know that's his job. And if he said no, tell me. I will talk to the bishop, and the bishop is going to tell that it's his job, because that's our job to make sure that we form the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we are able to. There's a reason for everything. Why does why, why is the church pro life? There is a reason for that because that's gift from God. You know, so there is a reason for everything. So we just have to deep our faith and learn about it. Go to the catechism. Catechism is awesome. Have all the answers there. The you know, mind. go yeah. to the side. What do you find? I mean, it's so yeah, it's just amazing for, you know, kind of see all that stuff going on. And people are like, Are you kidding me? I mean, are you let's just talk about this. Let's, you know, go through this whole process and think. Think about this. It's right. beautiful coming back. Yeah, full circle. Like we, how we talked about the March for Life earlier. And then back to this pro-life stuff. I don't know. Like, like he hinted at, like what a, what a blessing just to even have you here, like turning 20 in a couple of days. And, and just seeing what, what, what amazing the gift of life is from from how, how you can be a young man to, to being a premature uh, born baby, how, how life changes. Um, yeah. it's, it's pretty beautiful. Um, but thank, Pete, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and your yeah. life. Uh, it's, it's amazing to see where you are now, and can you just imagine where you'll be like five years from now? How much life is going to change? <laughs> Probably exciting. You never know, like but but it sounds like you're just so grateful for not only your adopted parents, but also your birth parents as well. Yeah, and just for your faith. Yeah, it it's been been a great great ride. Can't wait to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, thankful for both my birth parents. They both have 
uh, and my half siblings on both sides are ab- all of them are absolutely beautiful, amazing kids, and I'm extremely thankful for my adoptive family, my family. Uh, was your your birth family Catholic? Yes, well, that was one okay. of uh, my birth mother's requirements okay. that, mm. that I was adopted by a Catholic family. So, so she was she's Catholic. Yes, that's awesome. You know the Catholic faith right there. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Well, Pete, you did amazing for your first radio interview. Thank you. We'll be excited to hear this. We're going to have, the we're gonna bring community. you back here again. Yeah, I think I'd so. Love to come you back. got a good, lot of good intel and stuff like that. So, and thank you, Father Javon, too, for all your insight. And thank you, everyone in our listening audience today. We hope you had some good thoughts. Um, just on that theme of adoption. I don't know. It's pretty beautiful. Uh, what what can come of life when you think of the, the pro-life movement. So thank you all for listening today. You can always tune in at 100.5 FM uh, on the TuneIn app or on WBOU.org. My name is Zach Jansen. This is Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio. On the next episode of Belonging, we'll talk to Julie Bowles, the adoption and pregnancy counseling over at Catholic Charities here in Nashville. It should just always be something that is celebrated. You know, child comes into a family through biological means, a child comes into a family through adoption. It's both delightful and beautiful. She'll tell us about the work she does with adopted parents, the adopted child, and the birth parents. Thousands of adoptions that are going on that are beautiful, open experiences. Thursday at 11 a.m. on WBOU, Nashville Catholic Radio.